2: All right, my talkers, it's 5 o'clock on a Tuesday afternoon, which means the one and only DJ Rock Lobster, Clomp Clomp, is in studio for a little pop culture Jeopardy.
0: Shall we play a game, 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 game,
1: Hello, ladies.
3: Hello, Rocko.
1: Did you know it is a National Call Your Doctor Day? You well,
3: know, I what? called a dentist today. Dead. See,
1: there you uh-huh. go. they Oh, usually a doctor. Doctor, doctor.
3: Uh,
0: yeah, they're I usually think so. a doctor. <laughs> yes, They as much schooling,
3: I believe. Right. Yeah. Uh,
0: you know. A doctor
3: of the unless you're a military kid and you live overseas, then you get the dental students working on you, which yes. is why I still to this day have a real dental. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Give me guess. I, I use the students. <laughs> I the nitrous. Yeah. Mm. Well, you do. Yeah. You have tentative teeth.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I've decided to quiz you guys on uh, doctors. Yeah, movies and doctors uh, in movies and TV shows, mostly uh, TV shows and movies that have doctor in the title.
3: Wasn't Treat Williams a doctor in Everwood?
1: I I don't know that I've ever watched a Treat Williams thing in my life.
3: Oh, you have, you have. He's been in more things than you can can imagine. Realize, yeah. Prince Um, of the City. That's a good one just to watch. Yeah, he was a small town doctor in Everwood.
1: I did watch Hair. That was something. Yes. Okay, so there you
3: go. I mean. He's the first dad he crushed for a lot of people, okay. <laughs> well, Tree Williams, rest, rest
1: in peace. I'm <laughs> yeah. looking around. I I still don't know that I've seen many of these, but anyways, he seemed like a good guy.
0: All right, this is scaring so me already. Doctors. This is scaring me already that I have to think this way. Oh, mm. I think you'll be fine. All right. Uh, we'll start with this one.
1: Uh, Rex Harrison played him in 1967.
0: Dr. Oh, Doolittle. Yes. No. Oh, shoot. I was thinking the other one. <laughs> the rain in Spain is mainly, But that was Harrison. My
1: Fair Lady. That was him. Though, mm-hmm. right? yep. uh, what, where do you think I was going to go with it next? Eddie Murphy played him in 1990.
0: Dr. Doolittle. There you go. Lori got it. I but already said it. The I know But I thought. See, she Doolittle. said Rex Harrison. I, I said Dr. Doolittle. Exactly. See, that's Do you what, remember how magical that movie was when they rode around in the giant... us? Uh, Snail. I love that movie. Yeah. If we could talk to the animals. Yes, Just yes. imagine mm-hmm. talking to a chimpanzee. Okay, we imagine are going to play the, the game lions. no matter
3: how much you start I was going to have so <laughs> many good
0: words coming out here. Walk mm-hmm. um, and talk and talk with the animals. In fact, I got a little clip on it.
3: You've never met anyone in your life like the incredible Dr. Doolittle,
2: the
1: man who talks to animals in their own language, as played by Rex Harrison. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed. There he
3: is. <laughs> Why did they ever remake that movie? It was like Robert Downey Jr. Then we didn't hear from him for several years after that movie. Yeah, <laughs> you're right.
1: He did Doolittle. Doolittle. He did Doolittle. Eddie Murphy did Doctor Doolittle. Mm-hmm. It's you know, it's a timeless
3: tale. It is, it is. a timeless yes. tale. Anyone who talks doctor the animals. can talk to the yes. animals. <laughs> it's quite a parlor trick, as they say in the olden days. It's
1: true. All <laughs> right. How about this one? 1965. Omar Sharif and
3: Doctor Zhivago. Correct.
1: The spectacle of armies changing (laughs) history. (laughs) The epic of a grand romantic age Hmm. giving way to a
0: new and violent order. The drama of young lovers. Julie Christie. Far from the bitter guns of Omar Omar Sharif. Weren't
1: they both in that? Yes. I said that part. Mm
0: -hmm. You did. Thank you. Yes, it's all right.
1: If you were to listen to what I say, that's really
0: But you never said Julie Christie. No, Julie, I I I don't know what game you're
3: playing that you're answering things after (laughs) I've clearly given the answer. You just, for the people who have a slower brain, I'm just (laughs) catching everyone up. I'm, I'm the seven second delay.
0: I'm waiting for you to tell Rocco about your Omar Sharif connection.
1: Oh, did, I didn't know you had my one.
0: grandmother, Grandma Lulu, or Lady Gwen uh, played bridge with him. She was a master really? bridge player. I mean, bridge was the bomb. If mm. you remember, I Wait, mean, so cards, she, How did she end cards at card the ambassador? No, at the ambassador, but also at the Carlton.
1: Oh, the Carlton! Wow.
0: And the Yeah, wow. the
1: Carlton Celebrity Room. Mm-hmm.
0: They would have bridge. He was a huge bridge, bridge player. Bridge was Omar. everything back in the day. Mm-hmm
1: and she just showed up at the carlton celebrity no, room
0: No, she was a master player. So master, she was you have you to get you got you had points. You know, you'd to have be to be have points to, to come to this level, this professional level. All right. Mm-hmm. I can still see her I hands. I want
3: you to be more impressed but I can Greco, still see, can see that you barely very, know the bridge. I'm just
0: kind of, Yeah, I do not know Yeah, oh, bridge
3: have, was sorry. everything. But yeah. I can
0: still see Grandma Lulu's hands. And then she had a cigarette hanging out of the side of her yeah, mouth uh-huh. playing cards and how she would throw them down like
3: she was just a wizard. Yeah. I and mean, it was, it was amazing. Like a very That's not an easy... No, my mom played forever. Yeah, it's not an easy game, Mm-mm. but it's a very good one for your brain if you can master it and then, you know, you're set. Then you're set for life. All right. Back to you,
0: <laughs> Rocco. That's all
1: good. All right. So it's two nothing, Lori. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're quizzing you on doctor things because uh, it's National Call Your Doctor Day. How about this a 1962 spy film starring Ursula Andress? Oh, Dr. No.
0: Correct. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to sit back. <laughs> Here's this. I wasn't born yet. How would I know? Just <laughs>
1: enjoy this, Julian.
3: The exclusive
0: screen dramatization of the
1: book that has entertained millions of viewers. The exotic and tantalizing Dr. No.
0: It's exotic and tantalizing. I don't even know what was Dr. No. He was a bad man. Oh, he was just a guy? Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, he was the bad guy. Was that was the, like the first? I mean, that was like the first uh, Sean Connery uh, yeah. Bond movie. Yeah. 1962. hmm All right. We'll see if Julia can get on the board with this one. In 1941, oh, yeah. Spencer Tracy played the dual title role, both as a doctor named Henry and his-
0: Hackel, Dr. Heckle and Jide?
1: You're very close. Dr. Heckle and Mr. Mr. Hyde, Hyde. The,
0: Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Mr. Hyde. Hyde.
1: That's correct.
0: Yeah. Don't we'll we both get, a get a it? Point. Yeah, we're each getting it. Dr. 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 Heckle and Mr. or what did right? I yeah. say? We, oh, my gosh.
1: gosh. Yeah, you kind of julia that one. Yeah, huh? you julia It's but you an art.
3: helped me. <laughs> I you always did. do. Yeah, it's so an art. we each get a point. It's uh, only fair.
1: Here's a clip from that. I'm Dr. Henry Jekyll. I've done nothing. I'm
0: Dr. Jekyll.
3: I like Dr. Heckle and Jide.
0: I'm Dr. <laughs> Henry Jekyll, I tell you. Whoever knew his first name was Henry. I've done nothing.
1: As he was transforming into Mr. Hyde. I always kind of assumed Mr. Hyde was... Yeah, Mr. Hyde was the bad guy. And Dr. Jekyll was the good side of him. He was the flip side. Mm -hmm. I always Mm -hmm. thought maybe he was like an evil doctor. But the Hyde guy was the bad guy. In case
0: you're wondering... Yeah, these mm-hmm. are
1: the facts that you get when you drive home yeah. with Lori and Julia at five o'clock on a Tuesday. I just call them
3: June. Jekyll and her Hyde. What did I even say? I call them Jekyll and No, Hyde and No. Heckle
0: and Jide. He- yeah, Heckle and Jide. Yeah.
3: You know those guys. Mm-hmm. It's a new TV show.
0: <laughs> yes, it's a Netflix
1: cr- just crime it. fighting duo. <laughs> <Yeah. Mm-mm.
0: laughs> um, all right, how about
1: this? Uh, 1996. You were around for that, Julia. Harry. Uh, the Razzie Awards featured many nominations and a few wins for this box office bomb starring Val Kilmer and Marlon Brando. What the heck? And it was about a doctor? Um, yes, it involved a piece of land who? surrounded
0: by water. Dr. Island. Yeah. Dr. Is, island. Is, island. No, Doc no. Island. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. Doc Spot. Be quiet. It is Doc something. It's
3: something. It's something
0: island. Um... Island of Terror. It well, has to have Doctor in it, you've though. You've gotten, yeah, you, those Doctor Island of Terror. The Island of Doctor Doctor
3: M- Moreau. Correct. Oh, for Frank.
1: From director know. John Frankenheimer. H. G. Wells' most terrifying creation.
3: He's experimenting. I should get like half of the points. What? I got beast. the island. <laughs> I got from the notorious Doctor. I don't care. Who I actually don't care. care. I never saw this movie. Neither did I, but I know
1: this story. It was not Mm -mm. well-received. But
3: because it's an HG, well, you know, it's a sci-fi. I mean, it is a known story, and people had high hopes for it. And they paid Marlon Brando, you know, a ton of dough.
1: And supposedly Bruce Willis was supposed to be the Val Kilmer part, but then he got... Uh, was started going through the divorce.
3: Oh, yeah. From uh, Demi.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. And then it turned out it all went to heck.
3: Yeah. You know, and he'd and... already starred in that one terrible movie, Howard the Duck Girl. <laughs> oh, remember? I
0: re- now I know the theme song. Howard the Duck Girl. Uh,
3: Hudson, Hudson, Hawk. Hudson Hawk. Hudson Hawk. That's <laughs> what I'm yes. thinking of. He had a few bombs. Everyone has to do at least one big bomb at movie. At least. At least. Yeah. If
1: you're going to be a movie star. Well, Julia, maybe maybe if we switch to TV, okay, this will be your thing. Oh, sure. Um, these are TV shows uh, that either have doctor in the title, or perhaps like the you know uh, the specific uh, branch of medicine that these doctors are in. How about this? The nineteen sixty nine to nineteen seventy six, Doctor
3: Marcus Welby. Yes, <laughs> I like that show. Did Never it? even watched that show. I, I, I didn't even it. live here.
1: When we're Do you know? Okay. I liked it. Can you name the two guys that were the main guys in that?
0: One of them is the father of yes. Lee Majors, and one of them, the other handsome man. I swear to God, is the father of Chris Evans. Uh, not no, Chris Evans. Chris. Chris Pine. Pine. No, he Pine. was on
1: Chips. You're close. close. He is the. Oh, he is a handsome father. He's So handsome. Uh, he, it was James Brolin. Oh,
0: that's yes. who it was.
1: Was the sidekick yeah. to Robert Young. In fact, here's a little clip of that. The traditional family physician and a young doctor from the now generation. Now, generation. now generation. Now generation. A yeah. learning experience.
0: Excuse me. There's
1: an exercise done with the knuckles, doctors, known as knocking. There
3: he is. Actually, I like that show. Yeah, yeah. Well, and they could redo that and have the of now and then. Right. It's kind of funny. But I forgot that... The uh,
0: Heart of Dixie is kind of that. Yes. You know, because she's the newer doctor and Mm -hmm. he's the older doctor. I love that. I just saw that pop up on Netflix if you haven't watched it.
3: It's a great show. I love that the CW shows go to Netflix. Yep, it's a great show. All right, back to you, Rocco. (laughs) I'm still waiting for one one that I know... All
1: right, let's try this one. I bet you'll get this one. How about this? NBC Mystery Medical Drama Television Series.
0: I know Uh, who it was.
1: October 76 to May of 83... Jack Hugman yeah. starred in the title role <gasps> oh, as who? a Los Angeles County medical yes. examiner. Who is it? Jack who Who is that? One half of the act. Who routinely oh. engages in police investigation? Yeah,
3: what was he? Emergency he was a, LA. Yeah, he was kind of gruff. Yeah, yes. he was. And it was
1: his name followed by M.E., which stands Jack? for medical examiner.
0: Mm-hmm. I, don't know. I wish you would just ask me the one where. Um, <laughs> okay, the here's... one with Michael J. Fox. The movie with Michael J. Fox.
1: All right, how about this? Who played the title role in 1991's Doc Hollywood?
0: Oh, I was going to say. Film? Michael J. Hey, Fox. Oh, my Julie, you can't <laughs> you didn't even, even get, get it. One. I had it written down. I just wrote down Doc <laughs> Holiday. Why doesn't someone ask me the one Doc? I know? <laughs> there were a lot of. I mean, does anyone remember? No. What was the Quincy? Quincy. Quincy
1: M.E. And Doc Hollywood starring Michael J. Fox. I'm looking through my questions here. I'm going to try to find you one, Julia. That's okay. I, I feel like I got that happen. one. Indirectly. Kind of. If that's how I really we're doing don't it, need
3: to win at this game. I this need one, to win at tennis tonight. Huh? All right. Six. Six. Well, then that's what's happened. You have not wasted any karmic winning. energy, winning, winning energy on this when you've got a more important thing you want to win tonight. I do. And you know, you can't help but that you think five seconds slower than me. I do. Yeah.
0: I'm on the delay. I think my headset A D D no, in, in my the hearing. But don't you think Rocco, I you guys probably have been doing this to me for years. Putting cause I always sit in the same spot, putting my headset on a five second delay during these games. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm I don't on the I'm that. on the
3: right, okay. Rocco, thank, thank you. you. Um,
1: that was fun. Yeah. Sorry those, you didn't get any right. There, that's Julie, I got one. I got she did the get point. one.
3: Did you? Jekyll and Hyde. Okay, Okay, Okay. see you later. Thank you, Rocco. We'll be right back with the Dirt Alert.
0: Okay, we absolutely love David Lozinski and First Equity Mortgage. And I'm seeing a ton of homes for sale signs going up, Lori. And And, I'm
3: seeing some sold signs as fast as they go up.
0: So you want to make sure that you're in the right position when it comes time to buy your dream home or you want to sell your home or you want to do an addition or maybe you've just been... It was too busy to get anyone to work on remodeling projects during COVID, and now you're ready to go. Whatever it is, the team at First Equity are so smart and so customer service oriented, helping you make the right decisions that are going to work for you. We absolutely love working with them. You will too. David is the team leader, and um, you know he's sponsoring all of our Pride um, yes. broadcasts this month, Thank and you, we absolutely David. love him for that. But really, it's not that hard
3: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person
1: behind all of this is
2: Chris Jenner,
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday
0: so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
0: They make it um, seem so easy and seamless. It is hard for all of us, but they make it all easy. I didn't mean to diss them. First at Gritty Mortgage.
1: This is a My Talk Dirt Alert.
3: dirt alert. All right, Grant, what kind of dirt have you found for us today? we got a
2: little dirt surrounding the music world right now, and Anita Baker, is it Baker Kicks? Is that how you say it? No, Anita Baker. Excuse me. That's because it combined into one word. Anita Baker, and she's on tour right now for her songs, is it Songstress Songstress Tour, and she's got alongside of her baby face as her opening act. Well, there's a little bit of um, controversy with the two of them, and she has officially Kicked baby face off of the tour. Oh my gosh, why? Well, I, you know, this this tour is supposedly about her and her celebrating her album, I believe, is yes, what this He's the
3: opening act. And yeah,
2: he's the opening act, but a lot of the fans were kind of chirping in saying that they wanted more of him, and she was just saying that, hey, this is my tour, my show, and she didn't want him to be like the part of the main
3: activist. Well, so I'm I'm reading her Twitter right now and she's like well, What did she say? After silently enduring cyberbullying, verbal abuse and threats of violence from the fan base of our special guest. Yes. And then she puts a heart mm-hmm. support act in the interest of Personal safety. Yes. I will continue the songress tour alone. Appropriate refunds will be made. Blessing.
2: Yes. So if if you don't want to go because he was not uh, no longer part of the tour, you can get a refund because apparently, like you said, She's been receiving these threats. Now, Babyface has, there's an update. Babyface has released a statement. Did you see this? No. No. So Babyface said, I'm saddened by the news that Anita Baker has decided to remove me from the Songstress tour. It's unfortunate and disheartening to see how things have played out via social media. While I was looking forward to the rest of the dates, I have nothing but love and respect for Anita. And I wish her the best for the remainder of her tour.
0: Okay, he sued her in 2006. This is old stuff. And they, uh, Babyface and Baker had passed legal dealings when he sued her in 2006. But Baker told the Twitter followers on June 6th that it was settled, no hard feelings. Um, but that was a long time a long ago. Why are they, they tou- they're, why they're touring are they- right now? Yes. But why are people so
3: vile on social media?
2: Well, we've got more about that with Haley Bieber. Did you see this story? No. But I
3: mean, I'm just like, kind of, everything seemed, like, just on May 12th, she tweeted a photo of the two of them. In Baltimore, and she said, Babyface, thank you so much. Love and respect. We did it. Another lovely sold-out concert. And then he tweeted back, the songstress, the legend. What an incredible night. They, so just a mere month ago, they were getting along swell.
2: Yeah, I, I'm curious. And, and there's no, in none of, the, in, in any of the articles, there's no, like, they don't give you any specific incident or moment or something that was said on stage that caused Nothing. this reaction from the fans.
3: And he's got a broken heart thing. I don't yeah. know what the fan thing. Well, he seems to be accusing his fans. This is a mystery that somebody needs to unpack.
2: Yes, I agree. Wow. And this is also being played out right now with Haley Bieber and Selena Gomez and people making nasty comments on Selena Gomez's social media comments on behalf of Haley Bieber without her consent. People so,
0: don't need that kind of stuff.
2: No, and Haley just came out today to to to, uh, to uh, approach this. Now, this started out a long time ago between the two of them. I think that was a little bit of a TikTok or an Instagram back and forth that was a little bit of a joke of back and forth between yeah. the two of them about Makeup or something like that. I can't remember exactly. This was a couple, oh, it was like, an eyebrow thing. eyebrow thing yeah. exactly. And mm-hmm. then all the fans started attacking each other, and they thought that they were. Then the media took it as if Haley and Selena were against each other. Then this was, they have no
3: beef. They have I mean, never God, had. They're any not beef. fighting over Justin Bieber. No, hasn't Isn't Justin and Haley like been married four or five years now?
2: Uh huh. And there is no beef, but yet fans are saying like, for example, Justin left you for a reason. They're putting this on her social media. I don't understand
0: why people don't just get over themselves. Why do, People have this righteous need to be cruel on social and, media. Because and H- there's no face to it. It's just... It's keyboard yes.
2: courage. It's called keyboard courage. Yep. And I cannot stand it. That is why I avoid any type... If you want to have any conversation with me, call me up.
3: But I like that uh, Haley like, just like, admonished yes. people. She did like, a great wow. job. She said,
2: just know that I don't want that when referring to these types of comments. Nor do I ever or will I ever support or condone hateful, mean, or nasty comments. It's the Arizona-born Instagram model. Said on Monday, doing that is not supporting me. If you are participating in that, you are a part of a culture that I want no part of. Please be nice, or don't say nothing at all. Going back to the Bambi, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say nothing at all. So she's going after the same fans that are attacking Selena. Not the same, but in a similar situation. You know, these fans for no reason. They're not Selena Gomez and Haley Bieber have no beef against each other, but yet fans are taking it upon themselves to create this hate between them. And well, she's Bieber calling stuff.
3: it out, so that's good.
2: Called it out beautifully in my mm-hmm. eyes. Now, this one really interests me here. Famed ex-lawyer Tom Girardi, this is according to an official, is now competent
3: to stand trial. He's okay. faking that whole Alzheimer's thing. You just know it.
0: And then she played along with yeah, it. Yeah, she Laura. did. Mm-hmm. Oh, my
2: yeah. So the federal prosecutors gosh. revealed in a finding from Deanna Goldstein in a court filing Friday, writing that uh, she's a neuropsychologist, has concluded that in her examination that Gerardi is competent to stand trial and. Uh, yeah, and there are
3: such grifters. Unbelievable! They grifted so many people legally. All and he played off that Aaron Brokovich lawsuit yes. name, and you know, and how you get. Oh my gosh! Now
2: his lawyers uh wow. have decided that they they have not returned any messages, but they have also set out someone to reevaluate him, and they're now trying to counter it, but. Yeah. It ain't going to, It does isn't really, it's not going to have much because it's already been determined that he is set to stand trial. But yeah, right now. I hope
3: they let TVs in the courtroom. Oh, I'd like to watch this. This <sighs> is in
2: two jurisdictions too. It's in Los Angeles and Chicago.
3: Yeah, because those are the two places that he practiced law and, and, and conned yes. victims of accidents yep. out of their settlement, settlement money. money. And this oh, is over
2: $18 million for this particular trial. So, yeah.
3: Whoop. Wow. Yeah. All right. Good. Good dirt today very that dirty. was yeah. good thank That's you great day
2: thank you Arch
3: oh my gosh
0: El Burrito Mercado we just love it and they have an amazing outdoor patio plaza mm. With you know, um live music, they serve you out there. It's a really wide open space. It's so so pretty. And relaxing. Yes. And on um, Friday and Saturday nights they have music yeah, out they there. Have the music they've they got the food truck out there, but they you can also say truck with the yes. roasted corn. You can then- also order everything off the menu and sit out there and they've got an outdoor bar space. It's it's
3: lovely. It really is. That is a great happy hour destination. And if you love a Mexican breakfast and not very many places serve them you can right? get breakfast uh, every day at el burrito mercados from 8 to 11 and it's uh, delicious
0: delicious tons of pots and gardening things oh. in their store that have just come in father's day is coming up yes. you could find a gift there. they have some sure. really cool different stuff there el burrito mercado we absolutely love it and know you will too Well,
3: this is really a duh for all the 80, 90, and 100 year old somethings who always, when they're asked about their secret to longevity, they always say one drink a day, one One beer, one (laughs) cigarette, one one alcohol. Yeah, one a day, one treat, one, yeah, something like that. So, from the American College of Cardiology, you guys, we have a new study. And the reason I bring this to you is because this was a big study. They looked at the data of 50,000 individuals over seven years. Okay. It's it's one of those. All right. Pretty big. And it was published in the Journal of the American College of Cardiology. Light to moderate alcohol consumption makes you feel less stressed. (laughs) But what they found, I know that's the really the dumb part, but what they found is that it does lower the risk of heart disease because of the impact it has on the brain's stress activity. And this is for, you know, researchers found one drink per day for women and one to two drinks per day for men is linked with the reductions in stress. So they had fit these 50,000 people that were enrolled in this study. And after they adjusted for genetic, clinical, lifestyle, socioeconomic, they were able to find that it's a lower risk of cardiovascular disease if you are a light to moderate alcohol mm-hmm. drinker, if you can do that. Sure. You know. And they found that the brain changes with just that little bit, that one or two. Okay. Uh, it explains a significant portion of the protective cardiac effects because they compared it to people who didn't drink at all and and they imaged their brain. And they were studying the amygdala. Remember that in uh, I do in science class. I do. Yeah, the amygdala. It's such, it such even feels good saying yeah, that word. I'm it's, very impressed. Yeah, the amygdala is the part of the brain that is fight or flight. Mm-hmm. It's our stress response. It's like right there. The light drinkers, or you know, the versus the non-drinkers. The amygdala. Amygdala.
0: Easy for you to say. Yeah, you I, said such. You I did, did it. it. So amygdala. Good. Amygdala
3: is um, very relaxed because when the amygdala is too alert and too vigilant, you're tight. You're wound tight. Yes. Or you just wound tight. You and have, you have a, heightened yeah. uh, b- blood pressure. Your heart more rate tight. is. And it, it releases inflammatory Relax. cells. And so the amygdala, when it reacts to threatening stimuli, it's, uh, when you combine it with alcohol, it's just a little bit more relaxed. And they have. I can see that. Yeah. So, anyway, mm-hmm. it's a dub, but it's also. Because
0: mm-hmm. um, it's the truth. Everyone, you always read, well, what's your story to longevity? I have one cigarette a day, I have, I have one, one drink, drink a day. day. Mm hmm. I go
3: on one long walk a day. Yeah. Now if you drink more than 14 drinks a week, then we Is that when we worry? We need to talk about heart attacks. More than decline and brain activity. You know. More than one and less than 14. (laughs) All right. Anyway, what they're really hoping to do is they're looking for other ways that could replicate alcohol's protective effects without, you know, getting drunk.
0: Well, I'm sure Pot does this.
3: Yeah. I mean, but in a, just, a different way, maybe. Yeah, in a different yeah. way,
0: but I'm sure it does. No, here's
3: another. There'll be
0: studies on that.
3: Yes, there will somewhere be. down the road. Down the road. Um, here is another study of duh. Um, but I bring it to you because I thought you might want to weigh in. I, okay. I I think you've enjoyed. Uh, studies I found in the Journal of Consumer Psychology in the past. Yeah. Please
0: bring us more. Grant and I just sent you an email on that <laughs> well, last night. We're <laughs> <I'm laughs> reading the
3: Journal Come of Consumer on. Psychology. Yes. Well, you know, what is the old saying about a fool and his money? Fool me once,
0: blah, blah, blah. Fool me twice. I'm the fool. I don't know.
3: Soon parted? That's right. A fool I don't know and what... his money may be easily parted, oh. but a research. From the university. Thank you, Grant. I didn't know I
2: did. Well, I'm going to actually give Leah credit in here. She oh. looked at me and told me, I, I
3: wanted to take the credit, a but I can't. A fool in his money or he may easily be parted or easily parted, but this study suggests that everyone's a little bit more wary of risking your cash if you worked hard for the money. If it's your money. Duh. Duh, I know. On an individual level, the harder a person works, the less willing they are to risk their money on investments or buying something that they think mm-hmm. that they don't need. And I thought, well, this seems like a, we've had studies earlier that have shown this. Yes. Why do we need to do this again? And I'll tell you why, Julia. Because the
0: journal found an old uh, article and they reprinted it.
3: No, <laughs> this is a brand new study. They okay. they, they wanted to... Um, you know, they money's want, in
0: the news, Laurie. It is. Money
3: is in the news. It is, and they wanted uh, to show uh, something about negative effort risk behavior patterns, oh, that and old. that's when I started, yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know, checking out of the article. Just going, yeah, all right, but anyway, that old good old but NER. Also, they wanted to study this too because. After the the pandemic, the persistent high inflation, and all these other things, people people have feel like yeah, they are working harder for their money. Yes, and so for less, for less, uh, yeah, yeah, because the cost of living went up so
0: substantially in the last two years. Yep. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, hence we are
3: delighted that the eggs have gone down in cost, and that's why <laughs> on Shark Tank, if anyone's going to be successful. Because remember when we did Project Down and Dirty, the one out in Hastings, construction? Yes. Loved it. Those yes. guys won that, but yes. then they ended up not doing the deal because of the terms are limiting. Right. But the one person you can count on, because he so rarely invests, but when he does big.
2: Mr. or Mr. Bitter. How is it?
3: The big, the older guy, Mark Kevin. Cuban. Mark oh, Cuban. Mark Cuban's oh, Cuban. amazing. Mark yeah. Cuban is the guy. He, but he invests in a lot. No, he no, doesn't. Oh, I 30. guess I've he's been watching very, it lately. Yeah, he sits back. He only jumps in if he really believes. And if you can get Mark Cuban... On your side, like you have You're a very, good. very good chance.
2: And he's also one. He'll be quick to tell you where the bad idea, where yeah. the bad in the idea. I wonder is. what
3: that Lori lady's going to do with Bed, Bath, and Beyond going. Oh, that was awesome. That's all where of her. she brought all of her products. You're
2: right. That and then oh, the Look
3: at you on your. You
0: are a Casey. secret. I know Casey watches it. Casey watches I, it. And so by osmosis, yeah. I watch
3: it. And I, I kind of tell you, get I love watching it. it. I love watching it. And there was one. Like if a month it only ago. If we had been around when we did the nipples, I know we would have gotten on there. I don't know if, yeah. We would have. We would, have. We would have had our whole other pitch with have. our other products. Yeah. They were the angel investors yep. we didn't know about because they weren't around then. Right. Yep. We had to just go around you and get it the hard way yeah. here in town. Oh my God. And the nipple, the nipple. um, <laughs> The jokes. The, yeah. The, the dis- just disdain and the looking down on. What women actually want to look really attractive like that. And we're like, "Uh, yeah. yes."
2: Have you looked at what a man looks hey, at
3: all the time? Yeah. Uh, hello. Have you heard of breast implants? These are only $20. <laughs> exactly. They work so much better. Oh, sorry. I true. mean, just, you know, for, for you know, for
2: I would have loved to see your guys' pitch. Well, oh no,
0: there shit. was one. That there was one video. day we ran um Fox Nine oh, News, yeah. oh, we and walked we walked on down down Nicolette, Nicolette Mall. Mall in front of and workers. they got like
3: camera reaction of people watching so... us in our outfits. And I just had like I had like a red... we just had a t
0: shirt. I mean, we had like white. I had a white top on, and I had like a like a
3: but it was corporate so... America pussy bowl blouse top on. Yeah, it was you so high up to the neck, and I wore a padded. It was bra something, and then I put the nipples. So I needed to add accoutrement. Accoutrement. <laughs> it was it was unbelievable. And then they showed people's reaction. We have all of it. I have it all on VHS oh, tape. VHS. It's somewhere. We got to get
2: those digitized. That's yeah. awesome.
3: I have them all in my basement periodically. Casey asked me, What are you going to do with I all have this them stuff?
2: all. Oh, you do too? Okay. Yeah, um, I don't know
3: what we're going to do with give them. Give them to me. Let me digitize
2: them for you guys so they never Would get out. Would you wrecked. really? Yes. You if, not do that? All right. I'll I, give them to I have a friend that does it. All I right. will get it taken care of. Bring them right. in and I will get it done. Done. And then I can watch them.
3: <laughs> oh, all right. Done. They're <laughs> really, you'd be delighted. And. Then Julia and I can look back at our faces from 20 years ago. Yes, ago. Exactly. Oh
0: my gosh. <laughs> the before and after. Yeah.
3: Oh. What All right. before? All right, listen, we'll be right back.
0: By the way, people, if you would like to come on the road with us, we are so delighted during Pride Month that we get to go out and travel like we are doing and see everybody. We're going to be doing our show live this Thursday at the Gay 90s downtown. How yeah, are you? Nope.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Kevin, how are you? I meant to give you Kevin that.
0: Gosser's going to show up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry and if you come and he, and he does show up, you win a million dollars. So it is, Gay 90s is on 4th and Hennepin. There's a parking lot right next door. Right. And then Kitty Corner, or someone told me, Catty Corner, mm-hmm. um, is the um, Minneapolis Central Library. Library. Mm-hmm. They have a parking ramp underneath that's free. Mm-hmm. So we would love to see you. I'm sure we're going to just have a fun fun day. And we're giving away Sam's a pair of Sam Smith tickets, but you have to come in person to claim them. Right. Yeah. So we hope to see you. We had so much fun last week.
3: Okay, things are getting dirty I in know. Kevin Costner's world with okay. the divorce. Listen to this. Oh. Kevin Costner says, is a strange wife Christine <laughs> is refusing to pack her stuff and leave their home despite Ooh. the clear terms of their prenup. Well, I'm sorry, Kevin, but uh, your kids live there with their mom. Why would she leave the house? Ding ding ding. Yeah. He said he's given her over a million dollars to find a new place. Yep. This is Southern California. That would buy you nothing. Exactly. According. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, it's true. According to documents obtained by TMZ, Kevin says according to the prenup, she had 30 days to get out of the house. When she filed me first.
0: I I—I mean, and this is from, what, 17 years ago? And he expects the yeah. wife and his teenage kids can move out in 17 days. I mean, we're getting I'm, a little underage with Kevin I'm right having here. a hard this, time with you.
2: Question, is this the ranch that he leveraged? For no, the, no, no. This is different? No. Okay, this this is the family home. In Santa Barbara. But this he
3: did leverage, Lori. Yes, Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the docs say Kevin's now asking for the court to, to enforce it. And adds she shouldn't be able to stay in the house because she's only using her position as leverage to make Kevin agree to her various financial demands. Well, what the hell does that He mean? said he's given her $1.2 million per his obligation under the prenup. He shelled out about $1.5 million and that is her money to lock down a new place. Yes, yeah. And here's the quote. She has taken the position that
0: she will not move out of Kevin's separate property residence unless... And until Kevin agrees to various financial demands, which basically means doesn't honor the prenup. Yeah. He wants a different deal.
3: Well, Kevin, apparently all three of the homes are he's, in he's his
0: name. Well, of course they are. Well, what do you mean? I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. He spent on the last divorce from his other wife, a gazillion dollars and made it very clear to this one. Okay. And we read all that, that yeah. she was going in it and you will sign this prenup.
3: Yeah. Okay. So yeah,
0: right. it's, it's a bind legal binding document right. unless he drugged
3: her and had her sign
0: papers. When she was and, sleeping. and he
3: is mad because apparently this was a huge shock yeah. to him uh, that she filed for divorce. He wasn't hearing his wife. As she was begging him to stay home more or whatever, you yeah. know, he was just not hearing her. So this has got to be giving him an even bigger headache because now this yes. is in the
0: news. It is in the news.
3: Ugh.
0: Okay. Well, he's paying, you know, for the kids' expenses and child well, yeah, support, but uh, but yeah. But where are they but to live? I don't know, but why would she only sign a prenup with a $1 million
3: payout? Because 18 years ago, a million dollars felt like a lot. I guess. You know? And this is... Because mm. that's always like the million dollar thing. Million now, now a million dollars to go Now it's a billion. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, but I'm well, just I mean, saying yeah, million, that... Uh, life has
0: gotten way... But that's, a great that's point. not how these things work. No, I know.
2: Yeah, inflation so here, doesn't apply here to... Here would be something, <laughs>
0: and I think, you know, Ann Tressler would maybe tell us that you would put in... A cost of living expense, you know, or if you some... can all
3: agree to it, remember right. when pre- pre- prenups are being done, people it's are like, so in love, it's and on it's the stressful. eve of the wedding and blah, blah, blah. not everybody is You thinking. can't, you
0: can't sign a prenup the day of your wedding it has to be done 24 f- hours before. Yeah. Well, that yeah.
3: seems like a good rule. It is a rule. Yeah. I had a
2: friend that uh, didn't know that. No longer married to this person. Oh, and
3: signed the prenup on and the day of the wedding the pr- and not But the other
2: person knew about that 24-hour <gasps> rule and specifically signed that prenup on the 24-hour, less than 24-hour. No, because it'll say, then they
0: can say you're under duress to sign yes, it. Yeah. exactly. No, no, no. And
2: now they're in a big... Big battle, because this was big family money.
0: Yeah.
3: Big family money. Oh, and now that's unprotected. Unprotected. All because one person had a sneaky feeling that it wasn't all going to work out, and just in case. But that's so sneaky, starting a marriage that way. Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, my God. But I'm
2: 100% for these. I would never... Of
3: course. I had the out loud thought I would buy a wedding ring because it didn't look like a wedding ring. I thought, oh, no one will know I'm married. (laughs) I mean,
0: (laughs) Hello clue that was number one that right? was, yeah clue oh, yeah. number one you're really really you. not taking I'm just this gonna seriously. Buy a big diamond that looks
3: like it's a cocktail. no it was a diamond barge, barge i was, remember it was oh. dying it was it looked like a band like a band Diamonds.
2: Yeah. yeah yeah lily wears that right now yeah
3: <laughs> i was like oh yeah diamond oh, barge and Lordy. in the late 80s everybody had oval or round cushion cut I was bucking the trend. I like it. Yeah.
0: Okay. Can I tell you what's on Mm -hmm. tonight? What? Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, John
3: Hamm, and John Slattery. Uh, They're Mm -hmm. making the rounds. They've got some show they're doing. A little Mad Men reunion. Yeah. yeah. America's
0: Got Talent. Mm -hmm. Game five of the Stanley Cup Finals. Eight o'clock on TNT. Um stand up special Amy Schumer emergency contact just hits Netflix. Oh, today. Uh, apparently
3: she takes Hilaria Baldwin Hilarious. down and it's quite <laughs> funny. She is. She does a whole riff on how you say cucumber. Oh, remember that though? Remember it that? was terrible. On the Today and Show. Then, how you say cucumber. And, yeah. and she did. And how how um, do you Excuse me, Savannah? How do how could how do say, she how do you say cucumber in English? He kept, kept that up a long time. He kept that up a long time. He still does. That's,
0: That's the ridiculous. worst part. I know. You're just like, oh, what is going on there? And of course, is this part three of the reunion? Real Housewives in oh, New oh, Jersey? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, um, oh, it's look, happening. It's happening. Short time left. Yeah.
2: Coach, see the movie about Hot Cheetos. Oh,
0: oh. Tell us that about that Flaming time. Flamin' Hot? Yes. yes. Flamin' Hot. Flamin' Hot. You
2: loved it's, it. it. It's fantastic, and I'll tell you about it tomorrow, but okay, if you get good. a chance, watch it, and it's Eva Longoria's directorial debut. I saw her
3: in The View yesterday. Very and funny. I, they all raved about it. Oh,
2: so good. Lily's watching it a second time today. She okay, liked it good. so much. All
3: right. Thank you, Grant. Yes.
0: All right, we'll be back tomorrow, everyone.